I want to do some vocal exercises before we get started. Yeah, it's a very special day today. Sure. So we've got to really I'm going to get ready. Are you ready? Prepare. Uh. Shh, sh- she is the sheet shitter. She shits. You unique, unique, New York. New York. gather, dather. This is not helping my nerves. Not, this, is not, this, is not, this is not helping. <laughs> These are great, though. They are they? Are they great? Is that shit? Is that what they are? She shitter. Oh, no. She shits. She slit the seashells on the sea. She shits. She shits. She shits. This can't be it. We're devolving. Yeah, we We're devolving. We this can't be the cold open. Not even 11 a.m. Oh, we are God. You know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it. Naturally, there's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. This is Sequoia Simone. And this is Kim, and this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's our Harry Potter fan fiction podcast, and today I am so excited. We have a guest. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, my name is Mike Schubert, and I host a little podcast called Potterless, where I document my journey through the Harry Potter series for the first time as a grown man, because I never read them as a kid. So yeah, <laughs> it's a fun little time. <laughs> yeah, cool. it's so exciting to have you on because we are like uh, die hard Harry Potter fans. You know, maybe uh, a little. Just like roughly <laughs> die just hard. Like, <laughs> almost. You could say <laughs> we're a fanatical. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Shit. Never do that again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, so it's exciting to have you on, and we are, uh, listeners, this is a spoiler-free episode, because where are you in the series? I've read the first chapter of the sixth book, is where I'm at, cool. so I uh, I am getting into the real thick of it, uh, being that the end of five was like crazy hype, and all these things happening, and Sirius dying, and all these <laughs> things are starting to come together, and I've heard that the sixth book is filled with more plot twists and stuff, so... I, I'm mostly spoiler-free for that. I know that Snape kills Dumbledore, but I have no idea why. I think that's, like, the only major thing I know going forward. Like, I don't know who the Half-Blood Prince is or what a Deathly Hallow is or whatever that triangle with the circle thing in the middle is. Like, I don't know what these things are. <laughs> I know that Horcruxes exist, but I don't know what they are. So, like, I think I'm at a point now in the series where... I pretty much know nothing going forward, uh, so I'm very uh-huh. excited that this is spoiler-free because my podcast and my life is way more fun when I don't know what happens next in Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would assume that uh, if you're trying to read the books, it would be good to not know what what's happening. happening. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I yep. would assume. That sounds right. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. it, it would it would help. It would really shape it because, like, I know Snape turns out to be a good guy or whatever, or at least, like, we like him for some reason, but if I didn't know that... <laughs> Or at least, like, people don't hate him. Like, Some if I, people like Yeah, I mean, if I didn't know that, because I, like, fucking hate Snape. Like, Snape sucks. He's a horrible he's professor. He's a horrible uh-huh. person. Like, he's so mean to children that I don't understand why people like him. So I kind of wish that I didn't know that he turns out to be good or at least passable in the end, because then I would have just been doubled down on, this guy's horrible. Why does he still have a job? So it's definitely better yeah, exactly. when I don't know stuff. Yeah. Why does he still have a job? That is. The- Why does anyone at Hogwarts still have a job? Like child endangerment is the name of the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really is. Oh, there's a convicted uh, murderer found on our campus. Let's just have hall monitors. We don't need to send the kids home. No, that let's would make send too much yeah. sense. Kids out as hall monitors too. Yeah, the I mean, kids. Fine. They can do it. The, those fifteen-year-olds. They, they scream can handle real it. loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, cool. Well, we do have a couple of uh, run-of-the-mill questions for you, yeah, and sure. not so run-of-the-mill uh, questions. Okay, uh, fun, fun, fun. We wanted to jump off with, uh, what house are you in? Oh, I am a Gryffindor. Yeah? 
Yes. Do you strongly Ugh. identify with that in the books um, and everything? Uh, I, th- I think I think so. When I first was starting getting into Harry Potter and stuff, I thought that I was going to be more of a Hufflepuff um, because I'm big into being loyal and hanging out with my friends and all kind of stuff like that. But then I took the quiz on Pottermore and it w- I took the first version of the quiz. So like when Pottermore first came out, um, when it was like a more in-depth quiz than the, the current one. And they asked you a lot of questions where they would like ask you a question and then your the follow-up to whatever question was. Um, so one was like, if someone was in danger, would you help them? Yes or no? And I was like, yeah, of course. And then it was like, if you helped them, would you want people to know about it? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, that would be cool. And then I was like, oh, and like at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm a Gryffindor because I'm like a little bit of a piece of shit. So, <laughs> so since well, since embracing it, self-aware, self-aware Gryffindor. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, I, you know, I've been listening to your podcast and there has been a little bit of shade thrown at Slytherins. Well, and I am a Slytherin. <laughs> you guys deserve it. We did not all Slytherins. You like, are a bunch of racists. I like. I totally understand people identifying with like what Slytherin is supposed to embody. Just so far in the first five books, there hasn't been anything where people are like Slytherins are ambitious or cunning. Like the only thing you know is that Slytherins are racists and awful. Yep. Like who are yep. the people that are in Slytherin that we know about? Malfoy, Pansy Parkinson, Crab and Goyle. Snape and Salazar. I'm a giant racist Slytherin. Like that's it. <laughs> we have awful. no redeeming qualities, and I don't know if that happens later in the sixth or seventh. I'm sure. And I know there's like outside material where J.K. Rowling is justified. Like, no, there's some good people in Slytherin. I promise. Uh, but at least right now, what I've seen, there's no redeeming qualities. So I don't know yeah. no, where uh, people are getting it from. What is it that you say? You say I say that I am a book canon Gryffindor. And okay. a fan cannon Slytherin. Okay, that I can see that. I can see that fine. for sure. Fine. <laughs> don't find me. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, they're like, the Slytherins are the bad guys. Yeah. Books, and oh, for I, sure. I accept that. Uh-huh. I accept that. So does that make me a book cannon Slytherin because I'm a bad guy? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, uh, you're, uh, you're a bad yeah, guy. You know, the point of this podcast is for me to antagonize Sequoia. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's fine. I, I take it. I take it. Um, <laughs> so we also wanted to know, so fan fiction sure. is, yeah. you know, uh, rooted very much in romance. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot more romantic fan fiction than there is anything else, like mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. yeah. So we really have to know at this current point you are at the books, um, what is your one true pairing? Yeah. Oh, oh, one that's like not actually confirmed yet, but one that I want. Doesn't to matter, be. canon or not canon. Canon or not. Who do canon? you want? I really want I really want Neville and Luna really badly mm. because That's a good I, I, at first I like Neville and Ginny I thought was really cool but the more the more you learn about Ginny in the fifth book the more you realize like she's perfect for Harry and is probably the only person that can put up with and will give Harry <laughs> the like resistance he deserves so at first I was like big on Neville Ginny but then she became more of Ginny so now I, I like her being with Harry so, but I really liked the scene in the beginning of the fifth book where they go when you meet Luna on the train to Hogwarts and it's Harry and Ginny and then Neville and Luna. And I just think that would be a really fun if that was like foreshadowing of two future marriages. Uh, Uh, And I also think Luna's weirdness could be really cutely offset by Neville's like afraid of everythingness. I think it would just be a very (laughs) fun like yin and yang relationship. So I guess my OTP would be uh, Neville and Luna. That's a great ship. That is a great ship. I love, I love like every ship, though. I don't know why I would say that. You you don't like okay. every ship. Uh, well, okay. Hermione, don't. Oh don't no, kind of, it's no. like a love. You can't. Hate I thing. can't do Draco Hermione. That sounds horrible. <laughs> oh, oh, that hurts my feelings a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Draco, though, mm-hmm. uh, this this podcast gets kind of Draco centric sure. sometimes for whatever reason. Because mm-hmm. well, fan fiction Draco is. Really Written like just crazy. Like, sure, you sure. can't you can't write fan fiction about Draco unless you turn him into basically a different character. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty because much. Because he's so 
awful. Awful, evil, mean. Just, and very one-sided and one-dimensional in the book. Yeah. Like, you don't learn anything about him except that he just likes anything that Harry doesn't like. And that's about it. <laughs> so we like to read stories about him because they're always pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd also like to ask you what your Draco true pairing is. Ooh. Oh, man. Um, oh, Draco true pairing. Uh, I mean, I think... Whew, I feel like I feel like it's got to be Draco struggling between who he loves more between Crab and Goyle because honestly <laughs> they they those two bring nothing to the table so they it's really got to be he has to have yeah. a crush on one of them otherwise why would he keep them around cuz they don't do anything <laughs> they don't back him up in his jokes they don't like actually no. beat anyone up all they do is get you know humiliated they look big and, and brings his there. brings his like rep down so he's got to oh. love one and or both of them <laughs> That's good. It's a great pair. That is excellent. Or just like a triangle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like a weird triangle. Of course, of course. <laughs> oh, that's great. Great answer. Um, uh, cool. <laughs> um, what's our other question? Oh, we wanted to know if you uh, what your like general perceptions and experience you have with fan fiction is, if you have any. Yeah, so I I've not read a whole lot. I'm not super well versed, but there was a span in my life in I would say late high school, so like junior year and senior year of high school where I got uh, pretty into Tumblr and stuff. Um, and unfortunately, that's where I learned like the few Harry Potter spoilers that I know because there's always like gifs <laughs> or whatever. Um, but I think that that's like my most exposure to fanfic. Is just various Tumblr posts that either had clips of fanfic or like cutouts or like full things posted and stuff like that. And it was something that always, it was something I didn't necessarily get super into where I was like reading it all the time, but it was something that I appreciated because I just thought it was cool that you could, I don't know, try to take some material um, and then write something new from it. So I think that I related more to like the fanfic of like trying to guess what happens in a future book rather than mm-hmm. like the super over the top sexual stuff. But you know, every to yeah. each their own. Uh, so I'm not like super well versed in fanfic, but I support it and support people, you know, doing whatever they can to get their creative juices out because then you can make 50 shades of gray and make billions of dollars from fanfic. <laughs> so like you do you. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. 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 If yeah. only that had happened to me. There's no way that was going to happen to you. <laughs> oh, 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 sick burn. Oh. That was that was uh, too easy, dude. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Um, are we ready? Are, are we, we going to start? Gonna... Let's jump into the story, dude. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Yep. So we're so. going to do predictions. Okay. And. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm going to do predictions. Uh-huh. Mike's going to do predictions. Uh-huh. Listeners, do Listeners. your predictions and tweet them at tweet us. Tweet them at us. <laughs> so obnoxious. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, what is it? Okay, what is it? the story is called Acceptance. There's a question mark at the end. Okay. And Acceptance? the genre is humor. Oh, Ooh. no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Acceptance Oops. and the genre is humor. Okay. Okay. I think I got it. All right, you go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, my guess, <laughs> my guess, because of acceptance with a question mark and the fact that you guys love Draco, I'm going to assume that this story is about Draco admitting that he really admires like the Ron, Harry, Hermione trio and then trying to like apologize for being so mean to them over the course of the past few years and then like trying to win their favor over so that he can be their friend and then be accepted and welcomed by them. So that's oh, my guess. That's a great guess. That is so good. I can't. I can. I can picture it in my head. I that know. Oh, I can't beat that. Okay, here we go. Except, give me some garbage, dude. Um, Hermione. Great. And she is trying to accept that she is in love with Draco. Great. Um, and Draco rejects her coldly because he's garbage. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. These are good. Yeah. These are good. Humorous, right? <laughs> <laughs> In a funny way. Sure. <laughs> great. Right. Okay, fine. Those are great. Let's get started. You're going to be. Uh, we'll get into it. Okay. I'm ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> the door squeaked just slightly. 
Harry froze and held his breath. A random, possibly magical, gust of wind blew past him, tearing the handle from his grip and slamming the door loudly. He swore softly and tensed again, listening keenly for any sound, and never more grateful that they had managed to remove the portrait of Sirius's mother from the house. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah? Okay. So they're in the Grimald. black family house. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Excellent. And, uh, and he's Mama Black's around. gone mm-hmm. for whatever reason. For whatever reason, they managed to get that portrait off. Just which burn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's the worst. Seriously. Um, And there's a magical gust of wind. Just slamming the door shut. Slamming the door shut. As magical gusts of wind do. And mm-hmm. he's sneaking around in there. Yeah. Doesn't that... Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. We'll keep going. The kitchen door opened with a creak, and Molly peered out. Harry, dear, what are you doing? Oh, no. What? What is is he so freaked out about? He's sneaking around. Why is he sneaking around? uh, Because he's he's Harry Potter. He just does whatever he's not supposed to do. (laughs) He really does. (laughs) Exactly. He had forgotten about the order meeting. And it wasn't just a few members either. It was the lot of them, Severus included. Oh, gross. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Harry fought back a groan and moved toward the kitchen and his imminent doom, still hoping he would be able to talk his way out of this situation. What situation? Oh, God. Okay, yeah. We're going to find out eventually. Imminent doom. Fucking Harry Potter and his constant (laughs) imminent doom. That could be a good good title for the eighth book. (laughs) Harry Potter (laughs) and the (laughs) confident. The imminent doom. The constant imminent doom. (laughs) And just take care of yourself for once. Learn a second spell. (laughs) Ron appeared at the bottom of the stairs. Hermione, Ginny, Neville, Luna, Fred, and George on his heels. Everyone's here. So fucking everyone's here. Neville and Luna got the invite. Bold. (laughs) (laughs) They were there at the Department of Mysteries. That's true. That's true. I guess they could like join the team. Everyone's there now. But Harry obviously was not invited. I was um, he's sneaking around. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little scared to do this story because of how many characters there are in it and how terrible I am at voices and how much I insist on doing them. <laughs> You'll be I liked fine. your Molly voice. Yeah. yeah, Molly was good. You're doing right, here good we go, here so we go. far. Uh, these are Harry's thoughts. Doomed. I am definitely doomed. Molly had stepped out of the kitchen, a worried expression crossing her features. Did you need something, Harry? Uh, no, he muttered, trying to move past the other teens up the stairs. They weren't having any of that. Guys, can I pass? Okay, so did he sneak out and sneak back in? Oh, oh where's he's, Harry oh. going in the middle of the night? Where oh. are you going? <laughs> no, Neville said decisively. You're going to stay right here and tell us where you've been all night. All night? All night? Molly asked sharply. You mean he just came in? Ginny nodded. We realized he was gone about an hour after dinner. Oh my gosh, and this is the next day. He's been he's been gone all night. Wow. Where's he sneaking off to? To do some hairy shit. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Never let it be said that Molly Weasley didn't have total control over her troops or uh, children. Her troops. <laughs> <laughs> She sent a pointed look at the twins and turned on her heel, re-entering the kitchen. Fred grabbed Harry's right arm while George grabbed his left, and they marched him after her, the others following silently. Oh, so she just silently commanded her children to grab Harry and bring him into the kitchen. Yeah, they're going to interrogate him. (laughs) The entire order's there, though, including Snape. Oh, no. (laughs) All the more reason. (laughs) (laughs) Molly had, it seemed, kicked Severus out of his chair and commandeered it for the interrogation. She directed the twins to push Harry down onto it. Severus raised an eyebrow at the now-seated teen, who just sighed and shook his head mournfully in reply. The professor of potions snorted. Oh, what a what a silly Snape. He's such a silly off the cuff kind of dude. What? He's just snorting. Snort. Oh, look at him. <laughs> that is like a snot like like not even a characteristic of Snape look, at all. He's uh, feeling a t- He's just t- like snort, having this silent snort. communication with Harry. They're I know, right? The same wavelength, Why are they? right? They get each other. Right. <laughs> does not sound right. Most of the order members just looked confused, although Remus seemed to be finding the whole situation to his amusement. 
Dumbledore looked inquiringly at the red-haired tyrant. Molly, what is going on? She narrowed her eyes, not looking away from the prisoner. This young man, she began in icy tones, <laughs> was just discovered sneaking back into the house, having, not, having left not long after dinner. Harry winced. Severus's eyes glittered with mirth. <laughs> that sounds more like That's, him. Yeah, like, right? Sure. Just enjoying Harry's torment as per yep. usual. Yeah, uh -huh. classic Snape move. <laughs> the eyes of the headmaster, on the other hand, turned to Harry in a mix of disapproval, disappointment, and curiosity. Harry? The teen in question shrugged. What do you want me to say? I'm the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is yeah. even sassy for like fifth book era Harry. I don't even know if he would say something. What do you want me to say? I, like, I feel like, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what he uh. says. <laughs> <laughs> this, it seemed, was the last straw for Hermione's restraint. Harry James Potter. Uh, <laughs> Hermione voice. <laughs> I didn't know his Shit. middle name was James, but it makes sense. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. It is, yeah. Yeah. Fun. I love uh, middle names in uh, fan fiction. Hermione's is always wrong. Yeah, every time it's always something weird. What's her actual middle name? It's uh, Jean. Mm -hmm. Hermione oh. Jean Granger. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but it's always something weird. It's always something weird. It's usually, it's, like, I mean, that's not as bad as when they uh, they say that Ginny's name is actually Virginia. Yeah, that's oh, like, that happens all the time. That's not. But then her we name. didn't know what it was short for for a really long time. What What is it short for? Like Ginevra. Ginevra. Oh, because that's a name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I, I really can't blame people for thinking it's Virginia. Fine. <laughs> Fucking fine. <laughs> what the hell are you playing at? Uh -oh. Okay, Hermione Hermione's would cursing. not say the H-E double hockey sticks word. <laughs> she would never do that. <laughs> right? This is worse than I thought. Hermione's cursing. Oh, okay. Do you Never really mind. Think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I retract my statement. He <laughs> He's in fucking trouble. Do you really think that you could just waltz out whenever you choose, wander back in at any convenient late hour, and expect us to just let it go? Miney. Don't uh. you miney me, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all waiting for your explanation. I can't believe I just said that. I didn't even cringe. It just you didn't came cringe. out of me. <laughs> it's because you've been reading so much fan fiction lately. <sighs> that I've just accepted that you, fucking nickname. <laughs> you're desensitized legitimately. Oh, my God. Ugh. Fucking nickname. Also, though, like, Harry, you can't just, like, go out in the middle of the night. You know, there are, like, so many people trying to murder him right? at this yeah. point. He's just, like, sneaking out like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Going to die. <laughs> yep. He's a risk taker. Gryffindors. Uh, Gryffindors. Oh, so awful. They're the worst. Who would ever be in that house? <laughs> uh, Harry was silent. How can I get out of this? Harry is in love. Luna informed everyone, staring at the ceiling. I love that Luna can just like tell things about people, and she, that's like a mm -hmm. thing in fan fiction Luna all knows the time. What's yeah. She just like looks at you and is like, you, I know everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was dead silence. Harry couldn't help but glance around and make sure that everyone was still alive, which is why he knew that everyone except Luna was staring at him and why he saw the expression in Severus's eyes. What? That bastard is enjoying this. That's it. I'm going to kill him. Dead. Deader than dead, even. Yes, kill him. Okay, Harry, jeez. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Very Is this quickly. true, Harry? Remus asked him gently, though Harry could see that the werewolf was also finding this entertaining. So now the entire order is questioning him about his love life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Because <laughs> it's important for them to know who he's spending his time with. Mm -hmm. just, I mean, yeah. It's just, just some normal teenage things. Yeah. Um, and you just got to let teenagers be teenagers yeah. and sneak out in the middle of the night no. to meet no. their No, uh, not when they're Not when the... everyone's trying to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> no? I don't think so. Harry glared. Remus, too. Very, very dead. Yes, actually. 
Well, who is she? Tonks demanded. Anyone we know? Someone we could have move into the headquarters, perhaps? Wow. (laughs) It'd be safer that way. It would be. Tonks is being a really good wingman right now. She's throwing it up. She's she's doing it. I mean, if anyone wants to be a wingman in the books, it definitely would be Tonks. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. She's she's awesome. Mm -hmm. She's just so, she just wants everybody to be happy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Severus was probably glad to be at the back of the group as he'd had to turn to the wall with a hand over his mouth to keep from collapsing with laughter. (laughs) All right, I'm liking this Snape a little bit more now. (laughs) (laughs) Harry gave a wry smile. No, I don't think an invitation to headquarters would be a very good idea at all. It's because it's Draco. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent Draco. There was a snort from the back of the room, earning the potions master several odd looks. Mostly, though, they assumed that he found the thought of Harry in love highly amusing. I, you know what? I buy it. You buy it? I buy it. The Snape <laughs> thinks this is fucking hilarious, and he's, like, dying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're not dating a girl, are you, Harry? Bill asked shrewdly. Bill? Yes. <laughs> Go He's back got to the, the bank, best, Bill. Jeez. The best gaydar <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> well, no. Harry, is there something you'd like to tell us? Ginny asked sarcastically. Harry raised an eyebrow at her and replied in a similar tone. Yes, Ginny. Everyone, I'm gay. <laughs> Who's surprised? Mm. Is anyone surprised? No. no. Really? Neville <laughs> muttered. <laughs> He's got a huge old crush on Sirius the whole fifth book, so yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> oh no, not Harry's last Sirius. <laughs> he, calls, he calls Sirius handsome Ooh. like 12 times in Order of the Phoenix. Like, oh, God. It is I am parent. internally cringing. <laughs> that is great. Gross. That's great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's just a good-looking dude. Everyone can appreciate that or whatever. Yeah. We did determine that he is the best-looking marauder, right? We yeah, we, determined we, we, picked, we decided that. Yeah, hottest mm-hmm. marauder. Yeah. <laughs> Not really much of a competition. <laughs> Peter? What? Oh, Peter. <sighs> all right, you three. That's enough sarcasm to last even Severus all night, Remus said good-naturedly. Now, Harry, why don't you tell us about your boyfriend? Why can't you invite him here? Because he's Draco. Draco. (laughs) (laughs) Severus made a choking sound. Luna, who had gravitated to where he was standing, absently patted him on the back. Aw, good Luna. She's been trying to be (laughs) taking care of the guy who's, like, dying in the corner. He's, like, spazzing out. (laughs) Harry opened his mouth and then closed it. He did this another two times. What could he say that wouldn't end with them killing him? Ron, of course, was the first to jump to conclusions as to why Harry couldn't or wouldn't tell them. Oh my god. Harry, you're dating Draco Malfoy? Oh wait, then it's wrong. No, Ron's never right about anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of true. Is it it crab or Goyle? (laughs) (laughs) We can only hope. There was a whimper from the back of the room. Luna's voice could be heard murmuring, They're there. (laughs) Snape is just like crying in the corner. Mm -hmm. I like this version of Snape a lot. (laughs) Everything's too funny. (laughs) Too funny. Of course he's not, Hermione snapped. Harry has more taste than that. Her eyes widened and she spun away to face Harry. You aren't. Are you? (laughs) Now I think it's Draco again. (laughs) Harry has no taste. Oh, Harry. I mean, yeah, he's got fine taste. Yeah, he actually does. I mean, Ginny's a catch for him at least. Yeah, for sure. They make so much sense. And shows good until she has, uh, until she gets sad. Yeah. (laughs) Justifiably sad. The significant lack of guidance counselor at Hogwarts really, you know, plays (laughs) a role. Like, you can't blame her for doing all that. It's like they need some sort of figure to be like, hey, your boyfriend just died. Maybe we should talk about it rather than be like, let's just ignore you. (laughs) (laughs) Just get over it, girl. Yeah, exactly. Why are you crying all the time? Oh, my my God. God. (laughs) You're so annoying. Yeah. (laughs) My boyfriend died. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) 
awful. Yeah, I mean, other than that, though. He's got fine taste. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm not, he said soothingly. I mean, sure, Draco's good looking, and once you get to know him, he's a great guy, but Uh. I wouldn't date him. He's too... Smarmy, Ginny suggested, blinking innocently. Conceited, snobbish, Slytherin. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Shots All fired. True. I mean, he's All just true. the worst. He is just the worst. But apparently, Harry says he's really nice once you get to know him. <laughs> Why does Harry know him? <laughs> uh, why is any of this happening? Uh, another whimper from Severus. Blonde, Harry said with a shrug. Oh, okay. There it is. He's not he into just, blondes. He doesn't like blondes. Mm. Not into That's him. fine. You know. <laughs> I buy it. Do you? <laughs> I do. I do. I buy it. Okay. Fine. Which rules out Seamus, Neville mused, and Justin. And Luna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We've established Harry's gay. Never mind. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> Previously ruled out. Yeah. Also, he'd be able to invite them both over, Ginny pointed out. Harry, you are going out with a Slytherin, aren't you? Wait, hold on one second. Seamus Finnegan Blonde? His name is Seamus Finnegan. If he's not a redhead, (laughs) I'm throwing the book away. Like, come on. (laughs) Seamus Finnegan is the most Irish two names you can put together. (laughs) Exactly. Sandy brown hair. (laughs) Sandy brown hair? Yeah, it's, it's, it's... it's got, well, that's brown. That's not. It's like a light brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's definitely not blonde. Like a like a dirty blonde. Yeah, yeah. there's no yeah, yeah, way yeah. he's blonde. Dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> going back to the fan thing. Let, let's no, we not get off track. <laughs> Harry, you are going out with a Slytherin, aren't you? Uh, you could say that. He winced. Um, Luna? What does that mean? You could say that? Oh, could no. say that. Is it Former a graduate? Slytherin? Yeah, graduated Slytherin. <laughs> Luna, could you find him a chair, do you think? He's going to pass out or something. <laughs> Snape in the corner. <laughs> Snape in the corner is possibly the best part of this entire This is really good. So I really like it. <laughs> As she did so, Arthur gave Harry a considering look. Would I be right in guessing a Slytherin alumnus? <gasps> yeah. Harry ducked his head All and right. nodded, avoiding the man's eyes. So, Marcus Flint, Neville suggested, assuming he actually managed to graduate last year, that is. <laughs> Marcus Flint never graduated. <laughs> now nah, he's just still at Hogwarts. 2018, there still there. <laughs> still there. <laughs> Marcus uh, Flint, no. Now I'm trying to think. I want to guess. But Montague? Adrian Pusey? <laughs> Pusey. Pusey. <laughs> it's the worst name. Oh. Harry just glared. Mythics, we're in the wrong generation, Tonks said smugly. Severus snickered. What is happening? This time, all eyes turned his way. No. Oh, no, Ginny moaned. What? If that's it, I refuse to ask any more questions and will charge Harry for my therapy bills. <laughs> no, please, uh, he's not dating Snape. No, <laughs> you can't have done this to me. <laughs> Ron was so horrified he couldn't speak. <laughs> Definitely, that's in character. Uh. Luna was giggling, while Neville, Tonks, and Mad-Eye just looked skeptical. The other four Weasley boys and their parents were wide-eyed and waiting for confirmation or denial, although they were hoping for the latter. We're all hoping for we're denial, Weasleys. Oh my god, Harry slash Snape is the worst pairing. Uh, be dating like the ghost of Salazar Slytherin or something, just not Snape. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh. I wish it was that. <laughs> Harry slash ghost. We love Harry slash ghosts here at the podcast. Um, Minerva was frowning darkly at Severus, while Dumbledore looked disappointed in the man. Remus just raised an eyebrow at Harry, fairly sure that it wasn't true, but wanting to hear it. But it wasn't until Hermione's second outburst of the night that Harry and Snape realized the conclusion that everyone else had arrived at. Harry, surely you wouldn't be so irresponsible as to get involved in a relationship with a teacher if for no other reason than his career and your education. Priorities. (laughs) Hermione's priorities. There Mm -hmm. they are again. Every time. Every time. (laughs) Um, But actually, yeah, I like that 
And, like, you went through and read everyone's reaction to what's going on. Uh-huh. And Harry and Snape were oblivious yeah, to yeah, yeah. all of this. <laughs> Which Everyone's sounds like, very Harry. Is that is very yeah. Harry. Oh, for sure. Harry never knows <laughs> Never what gets is anything. And Snape is so busy crying in the <laughs> corner. He has crying no idea. With laughter. Just dying. <sighs> Harry's jaw dropped while Severus groaned and buried his head in his hands. You don't... Oh, my God, you do. You think... Oh my God! Oh, Harry they got, vomits. They got, they got, they got, they got, they got. I was really, I was really hoping because I, I, I feel like you wouldn't have done that, right? No, the to first me, time I read the story and I saw the buildup, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> Remus looked satisfied. That, Luna said quietly into the ensuing silence, was a no, Hermione. I am not engaging in sexual or romantic activities with any teacher at all, let alone Professor Snape. Thanks, Luna. Thank the gods, Severus muttered. I don't want to die. What? Wait, hold on. That means. He said thank the gods? They Uh, celebrate Eastern Christmas. They are clearly all Christian at Hogwarts. Clearly. The the deities that get mentioned in fanfic never make any sense. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be Lucius Malfoy either, Neville said thoughtfully. Blonde, you know. (laughs) Uh, I don't know of any other graduated Slytherins. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I, I can think, I of, think one, of one, but he trailed off and stared at Harry with incredibly wide eyes. Holy shit. Wait. Oh, Kay. no. Now we're getting ne- Harry's thoughts. Ah, so Neville was first, other than Luna, who I think is known for longer than I have. Well done to him, anyway. Ginny was frowning. Who else is there other than... Oh, I see. Okay, so everyone is now, this story is going to describe to us everyone's reaction as they get it. Good thing there's 38 people in the room right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I actually trimmed this story down a little bit. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) We got, I think I accidentally might have cut Charlie out of the story completely. (gasps) Oh, Charlie's just like they do in the movies. The only Weasley that, oh, damn it. He's the best Weasley. And the movies were like, nope. Yep, I cut him too. Charlie uh. is awesome. <laughs> Whatever. He had like one line. Oh. Um, two down. Arthur, please catch me. I'm about to faint. Faint, Molly? Why would you do that? I'm about to allow myself to realize who my seventh boy is in love with. Oh my God, what is oh. happening? Arthur easily caught his wife and shifted so she was leaning on him. Well, I suppose that's one way to end it, Harry. Get it yet? No. No. Still not. All right. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. What is happening? Tonks threw her hands into the air. I give up. I've racked my brains and I can't think of any. It's Voldemort. It's Voldemort. It's Voldemort. I get it. I get it. No. (laughs) 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 What did you do? Oh, damn it. Oh, God. It's some, honestly, though, it's somehow still better than if it was Snape. (laughs) Nothing is worse than Snape. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When Arthur's saying, uh, so that's one way to end it, I was like, what the the hell does that mean? Oh, Oh. gosh. I'm going to keep going. I can't think of anyone. Harry, I demand you spill it once. Harry shrugged. Half of them had figured it out anyway, and everybody here at this table. Yep. (laughs) He may as well spill. All right, Tonks, I'll tell. I'm dating Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Just oh casually, though, like it's nothing super <laughs> serious. We're taking it very Don't want to put any labels on it yet. Uh. <laughs> Fine. Fine. There was, again, dead silence. Molly, who had just returned to consciousness, broke it. Well, you'll have to introduce him to us, Harry, as the man you love, not as the man who we've been fighting against. <laughs> this is not the reaction that anyone could, should, or would have. <laughs> No. No. uh, Everybody supports Harry. He's the chosen one. You have to support him. Uh. This is how he ends it. This is why he's chosen. (laughs) Bill reached over and closed Tonks' mouth. You'll end up eating flies, you know. 
Fred was beginning to grin. You're serious, aren't you, mate? Yep. Sure am. Brilliant, George said with a nod. I've seen pictures of what he's done with himself lately. You've done well for yourself. Oh, God. Are they talking about snake face? (laughs) When I read this, I was like, are they talking about the snake face he has? No nose? Hot. Bald. (laughs) Pallid skin. (laughs) Remember that time he murdered your parents? (laughs) And tried to murder you? What? He's uh, a hottie. Uh, <laughs> I God guess. Damn. Yes. You know, Harry's always had that weird affinity for snakes. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Voldemort went to America for the summer and got hot. <laughs> fine. Oh. Fine. Fine. Minerva and Mad-Eye overcame their shock at about the same time, but other than a smile in Minerva's case and a grudgingly approving nod from Mad-Eye, neither of them said anything. Mad-Eye Moody would not take (laughs) that shit. Neither would anyone Anyone. in the room. Uh. (laughs) But, like, especially Mad-Eye Moody. Wait, wait, we haven't gotten to the best one yet. We haven't gotten to the best one. Harry turned his head slowly to look at Dumbledore. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Who was far more shocked than he had ever seen the man. Finally, he sighed. Harry, if you had just told us, we could have let you leave in daylight, scheduled meetings, so we know where you are. No! No. Severus, the only person who had known about the relationship ahead of time who wasn't a half-psychic Ravenclaw witch or a skeptical werewolf, was staring at his employer in utter astonishment. He wasn't the only one who was amazed. Ron was gaping. Harry and Voldemort in a relationship? Okay, Ron with the only genuine reaction so far. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I... No, I wouldn't have preferred Snape, but still. Yep, yep. Ron is all of us. We are all Ron (laughs) today. (laughs) Hermione was speechless and was just staring from her best friend to her headmaster and back again. Headmaster, have you lost it completely? Severus demanded finally. You're condoning a relationship between your golden boy and Voldemort? Okay, Snape with a normal reaction, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> after after giggling and crying in the corner for the Sobbing. entire... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Dumbledore yeah. was beaming. But of course, my dear boy. After all, I just want everyone to be happy. <laughs> no. No. That's not even... That's not even- Everyone's happy. <laughs> uh, there were two thuds as both Severus and Harry hit the floor in a dead faint. Barring Remus and Luna, everyone looked shocked. Remus grinned at the blonde girl. You knew as well? She nodded. I have occasional premonitions. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't think she does. Mm, no. It's those nargles always whispering in her ears. <laughs> Secrets of the future. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> you knew? A werewolf's sense of smell never lies. That's weird. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> That's God. weird. Super weird. Wait, wait, wait. Ginny was biting her lip. Uh, would this be a good time to tell everyone that I'm pregnant? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> Her mother fainted again. <laughs> oh, no. Whose what? baby is it? Arthur managed to ask in a completely calm and neutral tone. <laughs> Hermione raised a sheepish hand. No, what is what? happening? This, what? This is devolved. This is devolved into <laughs> madness. <laughs> Potion and spell combination gone wrong? Well, combined with... Other things. Oh my god, what is happening? So Hermione did a penis spell and then fucked Ginny? (laughs) Or whatever. Oh my god. (laughs) You know. Regardless of the weirdness of this, no, this is not the right time to tell that Ginny. We've got to solve the first problem that Harry's dating Satan. We've got to resolve that first. Arthur just sighed. And here I was hoping that our eldest would be the first to procreate. 
It's their young. That is the wrong thing to worry about. Ginny's, what, 14? 15? Probably not. Depending on when this is is taking place. Sixth book. She's 15. Actually, it doesn't say. It's it implied doesn't. that it's sixth year, but uh, could be. Could be. Whenever. Yeah. I like to wait until like a massive sort of. And you know what? Everybody should be happy because the war's over, right? This means the war's over. Unless Harry decides to join sides with Voldemort against everybody who just humiliated him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Okay, so, so how do you guys feel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I found this for you. <laughs> Thought oh. it was very special. Oh, my it, gosh was very special. I feel like it was sort of like it was kind of like uh, normal. Not normal, but like what? normal humorous in the beginning. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You're like, oh, it's just this teenage boy and they're all just trying to figure out who he likes. Uh-huh. Oh, ha, ha, ha. And then like in a manner of like a page, uh-huh. it just devolves. It like, shit hits uh, the fan quickly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I will say I got to give credit to the person that wrote it that I did not see Voldemort coming. And once right? they started to like one by one pick off all the Slytherin alumni, I was like, I can't think of any more people that we know that were in Slytherin. <laughs> and I didn't even think Voldemort was a possibility because if they're having it, like Order of the Phoenix meetings, you would think that's because they are fighting Voldemort. So I thought he was <laughs> off the table, but apparently not. Oh, it's like that. It's like that fanfic we read last time where Voldemort and Dumbledore and the original order members would get together for a poker game every week. Right, the ceasefire poker game. <laughs> Even though the war was still going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever uh, you gotta do. You know, sometimes uh, the war is happening slash not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought yeah, the story was... was hilarious when I read it because I was so sure it was Snape and I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah. And then I got to the end and I was like, nope, that's hilarious. I'm dying. Yeah, it was really good. This. Really good to make us fall for that. Um, and then I didn't see Voldemort coming. Definitely didn't see Hermione impregnating Ginny coming. Uh, <laughs> that comes out of fucking I'd have nowhere. to reread it and see if there were hints dropped nope. throughout, but uh, that seemed a little <laughs> nope. quite the uh, M. Night Shyamalan twist on that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yep. 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 Who? Fingerguns. <laughs> I love it. So uh, both of your predictions were wrong. Super wrong. Super <laughs> duper wrong. Although obviously Harry doesn't like blonde people. Duh. Right. I think it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I am glad, though, that you didn't go for another Harry Draco. We've done too many And we did last week, last time. So I'm glad we didn't do that again. Um, <laughs> but I love Drury so much. I love Drury so, so much, stupid. <laughs> so much. So stupid. Um, that was really fun. Okay. I liked that there were so many reactions. Because <laughs> like, everyone that exists is in this meeting. Literally yeah. everyone yeah. was there. There was no one was asked to stay home. It's the entire um, character base. I'm surprised that uh, Kingsley and... Uh, oh, yeah, and, Kingsley uh, wasn't there. Daedalus and... Maybe they were there. Oh, they, they, just, just, didn't, they just didn't have reactions. They fainted at the beginning. Of the <laughs> <laughs> they were in this corner with Snape crying. Oh, that's where I was. <laughs> you can find me. Yeah. For this episode, I am going to recommend a story called The Other Kiss. Um, mm. It's a quick beat that happens at the end of book four that is so adorable i actually sent it to you right after reading it because i was like i cannot contain how adorable i think this story is i guess you didn't read it sequoia (laughs) (laughs) called out but it's so cute and i love it like i read it and i was like 11 year old me would be dying right now (laughs) (laughs) so that link will be in the episode description so what did you think of your first experience with a uh, fan fiction reading? I liked it. It was good. I guess I uh, I had a lower expectations. I thought it was going to just be like 
all and only about the love and just like straight to it. But this was uh-huh. a really funny, you know, all the different reactions and and people going crazy and all the different uh, <laughs> all the different like thoughts internally of Harry and stuff. It was good. It was definitely uh, exceeded my expectations and was <laughs> genuinely funny. So the humorous tag made sense. It did actually for once. <laughs> the humor tag does not always make sense. No, it does not. Um, but in this case, by itself, it, did. it usually it, it sometimes does. Yeah, when it's by itself. Um, cool. So um, we will have a link to the Potterless podcast in the episode description. Thank awesome. you for coming on. This has been a blast. Thanks for having me. This was great. I uh, I'm very. <laughs> it was great for this to be my first experience with fan fiction. I can't think of a better way <laughs> to be introduced into the genre. <laughs> <laughs> the most insane story. Excellent. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we love fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We love every bit of it. We love the stuff we read. We love the stuff we recommend. We love everything about fan fiction. And we are so happy that we got to share it with someone yeah. who is not familiar with the medium. Sure. Yeah. It was good. It was so. a good time. Thanks for having me. I really do appreciate it. Looking forward to listening to more of your podcast as well. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Six books starting soon. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm reading wise. I'm a little ahead of episode wise. So I think the next mm-hmm. episode to come out is like uh, it's like chapter thirty through thirty three of uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. So cool. we're uh, we're getting into like the meaty chapters of it. So um, oh, nice. yeah, so that's coming out soon. And then I'm just you know getting in the reading and recording of the sixth book, which I'm very excited about. But yeah, my my journey continues as I read through the books for the first time and you know make fun of stuff that doesn't make sense along the way. <laughs> 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 Nothing ever makes sense. No. <laughs> Few things do. <laughs> All right. Things. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, you can uh, find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Fanatical Fix. Um, if you have something maybe a little longer to share with us, our email is fanaticalfix at gmail.com. You can support us on Patreon.com slash Fanatical Fix. We do some weird stuff over there, some stories. Some we write great stories. stuff. Uh, yeah, great Kim stuff. Writes great stories. It's worth it for <laughs> just that. I've got two up. I uh, don't have any uh, ideas in the mix currently, but, you know, something will come to me. I'm going to write something. God damn it, Sequoia. <laughs> You've been promising that for months. I'm going to do it someday. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Um, Um, what uh, else we got if you uh, don't feel like supporting us monetarily what also super duper helps us out is if you drop us a review on iTunes Um, let us know what you like what you don't like it'll help us find new listeners too Um, yeah share this episode with a friend (laughs) a friend that you don't like very much a friend that you like a lot dude friend that you feel medium about (laughs) fine Um, also if you love fan fiction as much as we do there is a link in the episode description to a form that you can fill out to send us a fan fiction you think we need to see nice so we'll read it we will (laughs) maybe not on the podcast but it will get seen we love fan fiction (laughs) I love it so much Thank you to the Whomping Willows for our awesome theme song, Wolfstar. All right. I think that's it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.